let's spend a few moments in Amos chapter 7, verse 14. Then answered Amos and said to Amaziah, so who's Amaziah? Amaziah is a priest of Bethel. We read about him, in, or he's described in verse 10 up above. He's a priest of Bethel, and he is telling Amos, basically, to be quiet. He is telling Amos to go somewhere else. Nobody wants to hear your prophecies. Nobody wants to hear your preaching. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say uh, from God's word. And it even says there in verse 10, at the end of verse 10, the land is not able to bear your words. So Amos, please go away. In verse 12, Amaziah said to Amos, O thou seer, go, go, flee thee away into the land of Judah. Go there. You'll be more welcome in Judah than here in Israel, and there eat bread and prophesy there. But prophesy not again anymore here at Bethel. For, hey, it's the king's chapel, and this is the king's court. It's not appropriate what you're doing, what you're saying. We don't want to hear it, and this is the king's chapel. You're not welcome here. So go over there. So this is the Amaziah. So in verse 14, then answered Amos and said to Amaziah, I was no prophet, neither was I a prophet's son, but I was an herd man and a gatherer of sycamore fruit. And the Lord took me as I followed the flock, and the Lord said unto me, Go, prophesy unto my people Israel. That's all I'll read. The simple thought here is that Amos was not a professional preacher. He's not a professional prophet. He was a layman, essentially. Amos is telling Amaziah, I was no prophet. I'm not even the son of a prophet. But I was a herdman and a gatherer of sycamore fruit, basically a layperson. But the Lord put a burden on me. The Lord took me as I followed the flock, as I was going about my business. And the Lord said to me, Go and speak. Prophesy unto my people Israel. And I was greatly encouraged by that simple thought of Amos being a layman, because I'm a layman. Most of us on this call are uh, laymen and laywomen. We're not preachers. We don't have that office. We don't. We wouldn't consider ourselves in that line of work, so to speak. But we go about our business. We go about our day just doing what we do. And I think that the tendency is, the, um, the erroneous tendency is, that we can therefore think ourselves to be less significant in the kingdom because we're not, quote-unquote, full-time Christian workers. Now, of course, we know that if you're a Christian, you are full-time Christian. But in the sense that I mean it, where we're employed in some full-time capacity, being a missionary or a preacher or such. But I want to encourage us, friends, because most of us are lay people. Uh, we're not in any kind of a, a position like that. We're lay people. 
We are those that sit in the pew. We are those that receive the word and enjoy the word with profit week after week, and we're thankful for that. But I want to encourage us that though we may feel ourselves to be insignificant in this way, we are not. We are not. Amos was a layman, but he had a burden. God spoke to him. In fact, if you if you go back in verse 1 of Amos chapter 7, it says, Thus hath the Lord God showed unto me. The Lord revealed something to Amos, this layperson. In verse 4, again, Thus hath the Lord God showed unto me. God reveals His will and His truth to all His people if we have the Spirit of God dwelling in our hearts. And He gave Amos a burden and He made Amos a mouthpiece. And we are that. And He made Amos, I might add, a prayer warrior in that beginning part of chapter 7 God is showing Amos the judgment that he's going to be bringing or that he is bringing by way of the grasshoppers and by way of the fire. And God is doing something today, too. You can't help but look around the world scene. I mean, we just came through, hobbled through this pandemic that has basically crippled the entire globe, the economies of the world. And then add to that the lockdowns and the whole vaccine controversy and the what happened in Canada with, with all the insanity up there and um, all these bills being passed and the trucker convoy. And now this, we have, a, uh, we have Russia that has invaded Ukraine and the, the whole world is just being turned upside down god is working he is doing something and if you look at the grasshoppers devouring the grass as you see there in the first part of Amos chapter 7 and all you see is mother nature all you see is there's just a bad turn of events with the weather and you don't see the finger of god in it but amos did he saw something. He saw the grasshopper. He saw the fire. But God showed something to him. And it gave him a burden to speak. Just as God is showing, I believe, many of us, that all these things that are happening, they are all designed to force God's people out of their lethargy and out of their slumber and awaken us to prayer. That's what I believe is happening here. You see, this thing that happened, the grasshoppers and the fire, beginning of Amos chapter 7, it caused Amos to pray. O Lord God, in verse 2, O Lord God, forgive, I beseech thee. In verse 5, again, his prayer, O Lord God, cease I beseech thee. You know, Amos was not welcome in the land. Amaziah was telling Amos, please please go away. Amos was praying for the nation, just like I trust what we're doing. Amos was, we're not welcome. I mean, we're, you know, uh, 
maybe the offscouring of the earth. Um, but we are standing in the gap. We are interceding. This is our this is our job to do. This is our role. And Amos was a prayer warrior. And again, just to finish, Amos was a layman. He was just a layman, just as we are. Don't believe the devil's lie that somehow that's inferior or somehow that's less significant. No. If God has revealed things to you, if God has burdened you, you stand in the gap like Amos did, unwelcome as we may be in society, unpopular as we may be. But God will hear our prayers and he will use even the layman.